and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. It is the one entity that exists on earth and in heaven that is being used by God to fulfill His purpose. Every, and I do mean every, born again, saved, converted person is the church. And it is the church that, that exists here on earth and in heaven. And it is the church that is being used by God to fulfill His purpose here on this earth. What a precious, precious organism, an organization, an entity. What a precious entity. And I'll tell you how precious it is. It was bought with a high price, and the price was with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church is uh, being built by the Lord Jesus Christ. He said He would do it, and He's been doing it now for the last 2,000 plus years. Well, this church meets in local assemblies, and uh, we are connected organically. I kind of put that in quotation marks, but that's true. You know, when you're a part of the church, you're a part of a body, the body of Christ. And and we're not just separate little entities running around. Uh, we are all a part of the whole. Now, each of us are individual members. Paul made that very clear in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where he said that uh, uh, some of us were, were the eyes and the, and the ears and the hands and the feet and so on, and he didn't mention all those body parts, but he was uh, referring to that. We're all definitely uh, individuals, but each individual is a part of the one body. We are organically connected together, and uh, the all-in-one big church, capital C, every born-again believers, I've already said, but we do meet in local assemblies. And when you go from from uh, local church to local church, you'll see that there is great variety in in the Church of Jesus Christ. There are numerous ethnicities, cultures, languages, and even uh, different styles of worship. And and I won't go through and name all of the styles. I don't know that I even could. But there's so many different ones. And those are, are part of the beautiful variety of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are, are not uh, vanilla. We are, are not boring. <laughs> Jesus is building a church that is, that is amazing, that is awesome. And, and there are things that, uh, that change from local assembly to local assembly, from church to church there are things that change, and, and they should. You know, uh, for example, you can walk in a church and it's, it's, uh, it's, they're, they're meeting in a very traditional, what we ex, uh, consider a traditional church building with stained glass and with a steeple outside on the roof, and inside there's a big beautiful organ and a piano, and there's a choir standing up front with choir robes on, uh, and, and there it is, traditional church. And Jesus is worshipped and praised, and that church is alive and healthy, and it's wonderful. Then you'll walk into another place, and, and there are no stained glass windows, no steeple, and it's a, a more a modern architecture to the building, and you walk in, and there, there are no, no choir robes, and there's no organ. And there's a band up there, and and there's a different style of music, but there's a good, healthy, vibrant 
body of believers there. Uh, what I'm talking about there is the variety that's in the body of Christ, and there are things that change from church to church, and they're what I would call non, or, or they're what I would call negotiables. But hear me now, hear me. At its core, the church of Jesus Christ has certain non-negotiables, essentials. And it's these essentials that cannot be eliminated or in any way compromised. I'm not talking about style of worship, types of buildings, uh, and and a myriad of other things that, that uh, aren't essentials. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about things that if you eliminate them, you don't have the church. Or, or if you compromise them, you have an unhealthy body of believers. So in the series that we're currently a part of, in this series that I'm calling Church Essentials, beginning with podcast 224, you are currently listening to 231. Go all the way back to podcast 224 uh, is where we started this series. In this series, we are attempting to discover from Scripture what these essentials are, what these non-negotiables are. And uh, we did that by taking a look first at the early New Testament church in the book of Acts. And uh, we found that that was helpful. We looked at Acts chapter 2, verse 42, as kind of the central verse for kicking off this series. And it says this, They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. And uh, they there are uh, the uh, believers that... uh, that were at Pentecost and those that got saved, the 3,000 that got saved and baptized at Pentecost, that initial group of people there from the day of Pentecost on, it says that they were continually devoting. In other words, they were super committed. That's, that's the idea there. On an ongoing basis, they were super committed to four things. One, the Apostles' Doctrine. And we saw in a previous podcast that means the Word of God. Uh, it wasn't just these men ideas or opinions, but this was direct revelation from Almighty God that was eventually written down into uh, what we now have as our New Testament scriptures. And so they were committed to good biblical teaching, and that cannot ever be eliminated from, from a healthy church. It is an essential to have good, systematic, biblical teaching and and not only teaching but uh, by, by the grace of God putting it into practice and then it says they were continually devoted to fellowship and we did a podcast on that fellowship koinonia is the word there that it's translated from and it means to share in common and it's more than just coffee and donuts hey I'm for it let's do it that's a great place to start but but it's it's about getting into each other's lives doing life together sharing each other's joys and victories but also pains and struggles and challenges and helping each other along and living life together uh, Uh, through the Word of God and by the Word of God and encouraging one another on in our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. It is an intimate kind of thing. And then they were committed to the breaking of bread. And we saw that that is uh, uh, what we refer to as the communion service or the Lord's Supper or the Lord's Table that was initiated on the night before He died. Jesus died out of the Passover. 
and and it helps us to remember uh, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It helps us to keep Jesus central in all that we do. And as often as you do it, Jesus said, do it in remembrance of me. And so every time we do the breaking of the bread, we are reminding ourselves that it is Christ's church and He is central and the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ is what brings people into relationship with God. And so that is essential. It is essential that we keep Christ central in the church. And then they were committed to prayer. And when you go through the book of Acts, you see that it wasn't just lip service. They really did pray. And I did a podcast on that. And you can go back and listen and see that they were devoted to prayer. So those four things were, are, I believe, uh, as the scriptures teach it, it's, it's essential for a healthy church. Uh, the Word of God, fellowship, breaking of bread, or Christ in the center, and prayer. And then there was a fifth thing that we looked at, and that is the mission of Christ. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, uh, Jesus, in answer to their question, told them, uh, no, the kingdom, it, it doesn't matter when the kingdom's coming. That's not, uh, that's not for you to know, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest part of the earth. And so Jesus said, you're going to go and make disciples starting here at Jerusalem and eventually throughout all of the earth. And part of the essential of any church, and the church of Jesus Christ is taking his mission seriously to make disciples all over the world to share the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever we can and to follow up by uh, teaching and training and mentoring these people in Christ's commands. That's exactly what Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 to 20 says. Christ's mission and being serious about it is a part of a healthy church. It is a church essential. And then the sixth thing that I mentioned on just the previous podcast of this one is godly leadership. You cannot have a good godly church, a healthy church, without godly leadership. Now, obviously, Jesus Christ is the head of the church. He is the ultimate leader. Jesus Christ is the owner of the church. No pastor, no group of leaders, no congregation owns the church. Jesus owns the church. He's the head. He's the ultimate leader of the church. But he has chosen in his plan and in his design to put into the hands of humans leadership, godly leadership. And uh, among other scriptures, we looked at 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 7, that gave qualifications of an overseer or an elder or a shepherd, a pastor, a bishop, all words for the same uh, leadership position. And we saw what godly leadership looks like. And there has to be godly leadership in a church. And if you're in a church where the leadership is not godly, they're not committed to the inerrant, inspired word of God, and they refuse to change, then you need not be in that church. So again, these are six things that, that, that I've seen in Scripture. The Word of God, fellowship, breaking of bread, prayer, Christ's mission, godly leadership. Uh, those six things are important. There are some good resources available uh, that are helpful on this subject, and I, I'm just going to mention two of them. There are two books, and I would encourage you, if you're able, grab those books and read them. The first book is called Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. Again, Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. It's by a pastor named Mark Dever. I believe his last name's pronounced D-E-V-E-R. Mark Dever or Dever. Uh, he pastors a church in Washington, D.C., and he's written this book, Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. And 
then there is a second book that I would recommend. It is a book that I was given when I joined the church that I attend in here in Indianapolis, and it, this book is called What is a Healthy Church Member? What is a Healthy Church Member? Now, the author's name, uh, I, I'm sure I'm going to butcher it, so I'll do the best I can. It is uh, Thabiti, T-H-A-B-I-T-I, Thabiti, and his last name is A-N-Y-A-B-W-I-L-E, uh, Anna Bwiley, I believe, something like that, Thabiti Anna Bwiley. I'm sorry if I butchered that name. It's a tough one to pronounce, but it is a a marvelous book. What is a healthy church member? I would encourage you to study the scriptures, to get books like this and read them because they're books based on the scriptures, on God's word that helps us to understand uh, what a healthy church looks like and what the essentials of uh, of a healthy church are. Now, if you're looking for a good church, a healthy church, or if you're wondering about the church that you're in, uh, you know, as you study these principles, here's what I should do. Let's let's say you're in a church that may not be the best. You could, one, if God leads you and you believe that you can make a difference, you could be a part of helping to change the one that you're in. Sometimes God uh, leads people to do that. Uh, that's very difficult. It's not always the right thing to do. Or I would encourage you to look for a healthy church. Now, you're not going to find a perfect church anywhere. We're all imperfect people, and they're all all of us are still in the process. But you can find one that at its uh, it, that has healthy bones, that is that is growing, that is uh, growing in Christ, and that is moving in the right direction, and at some level has these things that I've mentioned there. So I would encourage you, in whatever case, to be a part of the solution. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution, and I would encourage you to be a part of a healthy church. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.